Hey, hello my friends, Skip here. Next episode of Finding Meaning. I'm not sure how long this episode will be. Uh, I am giving it a little later than usual, which means I will uh, have kids getting up. They're still on Christmas break for one more day. Uh, so we're just now winding down uh, our holidays uh, my wife uh, just left for her work, uh, but her work often entails her popping into the house, uh, going in and out. So bear with me uh, if I abruptly end. Probably won't publish it. I usually don't, but uh, let's see how far we can get. Uh, I'm right now uh, seriously absorbing lots of information. Uh, I can tell when uh, the universe is clicking in with me uh, because the floodgates are open right now. Uh, I am uh, looking at, reading, exploring, watching, thinking about um, new ways of understanding this concept, uh, new ways of of seeing reality, it's it's uh, it feels like a very fruitful spiritual time for me. Now that doesn't mean that things are perfect. Uh, I'm in the middle of a job search. Uh, I have one class left uh, to finish a degree in religion. So I mean I'm busy, but I really am. You know, if I can get a little personal, uh, I am at a pretty good spiritual place right now. Uh, yes, my friends, uh, like you, I have good days and bad days. Uh, never believe the person who says they don't, because uh, life happens. Uh, I want to talk about what lies at the core of authenticity and inauthenticity, of what is real and what is false. Uh, inspired by a set of lectures I've been watching uh, and some things I've been looking at. Uh, and, and it, it, you know, it, there's a refining, I think. There's a simplicity or a simplification that goes on in the spiritual quest that I think is, is really important. And so uh, I just want to take the next 10 minutes, if I'm able to get 10 minutes in, if that, and talk about what makes something authentic and what makes something inauthentic. What makes uh, a true self and what makes a false self? And uh, we could even go further. You know, what makes something evil? What makes something not evil? <clears throat> so here we go. Uh, grab a cup of coffee, and let's roll down the rabbit hole uh, a little further. Uh, you have heard me say now for, what, eight months, nine months, that what it means to be authentic is to be a person of love, to be a loving being, that what we are, what we are created from, what we are created to be, how we function, how we should function, how we are built to function. Let me say it that way. Uh, 
is to be loving beings. Now, when I say love, I don't mean necessarily uh, romantic love uh, or brotherly love, although both are great. Uh, I'm talking about a more agape kind of love, a more um, unconditional, inclusive kind of love. Now, when I say the word unconditional, what a lot of people hear is that anything goes. If you love someone, you can accept anything. No, I'm not saying that. We have to have healthy boundaries, and they only come from being a healthy us. And so the first work we have to do is to practice that self-love, self-acceptance, that understanding of our own motives, our own agenda, our own self. So... I'm talking about a deeper, much deeper sense of love than the human concept of the word can even contain. Something that even goes beyond uh, unconditional. Uh, Because we have convoluted the word love so much. We have misinterpreted it as like or misinterpreted it as acceptance. We have taught ourselves that enabling other people uh, is love that uh, even at times doing things that are harmful is love. There's a, there's a great line in a song. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie is the name of the band. I'm a big music fan. Um, and the song's called, I Will Follow You Into the Dark. And in the lyric, uh, he talks about someone trying to teach him, a religious person trying to teach him that fear is a part of love. And that's just not true. <laughs> uh, that's a human concept. Uh, it's a great line. Uh, that fear is not a part of love, but we try to make it so. Because we want to control uh, our lives. We want to control the external. We want to control other people. We are operating. Fear is operating from that programmed false reality that I talk about so often. And so we are beings of love. However, because of the fact that our, our ancestors, uh, we ourselves, our society, have, have not known that, uh, we have either lost it, we've never known it, we've forgotten it, something. Uh, we don't live out of that. We often live out of the opposite of that. Uh, If you want my definition of evil, evil is the absolute absence of love in one's behavior. That's, and it is, it it really is a spectrum. There are things that are more evil, uh, things that are less evil. There are things that are more harmful, things that are less harmful, But when we begin to do harm, to some degree, for whatever reason, we have invited love to not be a part of that. We have dismissed love from the decision-making. And so, the false reality, the false self, is to varying degrees the inability to show love. And the reality created out of that lack of love. 
the truth of who we are, the true self, the authentic self, is a being of love that to some degree incorporates love. Let me give you an example. Let's say that someone does something uh, that's not right. Let's say uh, a friend of yours takes something that's yours, steals it, uh, and you find out that this friend stole this item. Uh, the false self will condemn the friend and end the friendship. A loving self will condemn the act, but try to understand why. And that is a not-so-subtle difference, folks. When we see condemnation and judgment and demonization of other people, that is not inviting love into the equation. When we see that people's actions are a product of some other reason, some other purpose, some other um, way of thinking, we may not like the action. We can still condemn the act. But we have to have some level of understanding uh, that there's a reason. And so I will often say that we can judge the act of a person, but we can't judge the person. We can't judge the reasons. Uh, <clears throat> I remember preaching a sermon. Uh, you know, I've, I've shared with you before, I spent many years behind a pulpit. I remember preaching a sermon about a guy who uh, cuts someone off in traffic. And the person who the guy cuts off it's enraged, road rage, very common thing. And uh, the guy who cut the person off takes off, running red lights, driving like a maniac. The person in road rage, who he cut off, finally gets him stopped, finally stops him at a stoplight, runs up to the door, finds out the reason he's been driving like a maniac and cutting people off is because his wife is about to give birth in the back seat. You understand what I'm saying? that you cannot, you cannot equate people's actions with who they really are because we have taught, been taught to have false action. We have been taught to act out of not loving. We've been taught to judge. And it is so easy to dismiss prisons full of people and not have to deal with them uh, because we don't want to look at the reason why they behave the way they behave. You know, the, the word cancel culture has become uh, infamous in the past couple years in our society. We have always been a cancel culture, folks. It just has become uh, more obvious. We cancel people out. We put people in prison for minor crimes, not asking uh, the reason why they may have done it, but just the fact that they've done it. And my point is this that love will ask those deeper questions. Love will see the deeper meaning. Uh, a mystic, which I believe you to be, to some degree, just by listening to this podcast, you are some degree of mystic. A mystic, as Richard Rohr will say, is a person who can see the whole picture. Can you see beyond your own programming? Can you see beyond the other person's 
programming. So, let me repeat and then I'll end. Authenticity is love. It's seeing the whole picture. It's not excusing bad behavior. It's not turning a blind eye or enabling people to get away with things. But it's understanding that there are motivations and reasons and brokenness behind people's actions. Uh, inauthenticity, being unauthentic, is not looking at that. It is, it is putting blinders on your life that are only about you. It is not having appreciation for the whole story. It is only viewing things through your personal perception. And my bet is this, and I'd be willing to bet a lot on it, that if you're listening to this podcast and you have heard this clear through, that you are a person able to see the whole picture and bless you for that. Keep up that good work. And we will talk to you later, my friends. Peace.